Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Houston, PA, Houston's public affairs show and iHeartMedia broadcast. Our disclaimer says that the opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily reflect those held by this radio station, its management staff, or any of its advertisers. My name is Laurent. I am the Texan from France and a proud Houstonian, even in troubled times. I'm not a fair-weather friend to this city. I, I like it. I love it, in fact. I think that uh, at the core of Houston and Houstonians is a, is a very Texas a philosophy of helping your neighbor, of keeping an eye out for your neighbor. And, and it works really well in a lot of cases. Um, and as time goes by, sometimes some of us who get used to how good it is in Houston, we forget why it's good in Houston. <laughs> and it's good to have organizations like Goodwill Industries of Houston to remind us that our neighbors matter. It, it is up to us to keep an eye on our neighbors and to help each other. And uh, for the past uh, 25 plus years, I've welcomed Steve Loughborough, the president and CEO of Goodwill Industries of Houston. And today he is here with Barbie Parker, his vice president of fund development and public relations. Uh, Steve, it, it, it has been a long time. Your organization has changed in, in so many ways. You have all of your services now available online. I believe there's no exception, right? Anything you can do by showing up at a Goodwill uh, you want to ask about job training, you want to get a job, you, you want help finding a solution to getting out of whatever uh, problem you have, whatever barrier to employment you may have, uh, you can now do this online. And their website is goodwillhouston.org, goodwillhouston.org. Uh, and they're still the best place to donate your gently used item. Uh, they have been receiving Better Business Bureau awards for years, and the Better B Business Bureau gives them awards because of how frugal they are with the money we give them. Uh, they have a an overhead that is less than five cents a dollar. In other words, if you give them a dollar, actually 95 cents of that dollar goes directly to helping people and services. Has that changed? Is it about 95 cents? Is it 96? It was 96 for a while, I it's still It's still 95 and change, 90 and change. So, yeah, but, you I'm know, rounding it up. Yeah, and, and Laurent, you uh, you and I have, we've almost grown up together. I mean, we've been doing bit. this so long, and it's just <laughs> an honor to be back with you. Likewise. You know more about Goodwill as a host than I've ever dealt with, and I appreciate that very, very much. Uh, but, you know, every time we do these shows, and it's been a while because of COVID, uh, you've got all these new programs that we talk about. And uh, so I feel like I forget more than I learn in, in a way. Uh, I want to mention real quick, you're doing the annual Go uh, Goodwill Golf Classic on October 5th. That's going to be at the Black Horse Golf Club. Actually, Barbie, this is a perfect time for you to speak up real quick. We'll do some marketing right away. But this is one of your major fundraisers, and it's really fun <laughs> because you get to play golf. And uh, y'all are always going to the same, uh, uh, the same golf course. Yes, sir. And it's also a friend raiser as well. It's a great day to come out at Black Horse Golf Club on Wednesday, October 5th. 
um, shotgun start at noon, and it's a fun day. You get to play golf, a friendly round of golf, and we have we kick it off with lunch and registration at 1030. Then, like I said, shotgun at noon, and we end the day with award ceremony and dinner in the pavilion, and we every year we have amazing weather, and we have incredible sponsors. Our title sponsor this year is Smith Co. Development, so we're so grateful for. What do they do? Smith Co. Smith Co. Yeah, what's their business? Real estate. Real estate. They're real estate. Uh-huh. Okay, I'm, well now I'm familiar with them. Good yeah. on them for putting their name on something like this. Yeah, it's really it's the nice. Best of kind of marketing, people. If exactly. you're a corporation, actually, this is another truth about Houston. Our our Houstonian corporations are generous, and a lot of the programs that help a lot of people are actually are almost entirely funded by corporations that are uh, often vilified in the media. Sometimes, rightfully so. But overall, I feel like there's this uh, there's this tooth out for corporations, and if you if you frequent nonprofit organizations, Barbie, you know this. You're probably on the phone with executives on, on every day, and sometimes they call you, right? Sometimes, yes, sir. So it's all about you know courting and making those relationships and keeping those relationships. You, Steve, you talked about how much uh, Goodwill has changed. You guys have opened outlet stores. And uh, you have a video explaining that this happened because you were listening to customer feedback. And see, that's an example. I know everything about Goodwill, except I don't know about the new five. You've got five new outlet yeah. stores. What, what is the difference between an outlet store and the stores that I know? Man, what a great question and a good setup. Um, <laughs> thank you very much. Yeah, you know, we do listen to our customers, and our customers have asked us uh, certain things, and this is one of them. So let's talk about what an outlet is. An outlet is the post uh, product, if you would. After, it's, after the item has been in the store and didn't sell for whatever reason, it will go to the outlet where it's sold by the pound. So people can come in and buy it by the pound. If that doesn't sell, then it's bailed, the traditional salvage operation. These bales are sold to companies all over the world. Uh, They ship these containers out with bales of clothes, usually 1,000-pound bales, and they'll go to all different types of countries. And uh, so Goodwill's involved in a whole lot that most people don't even know about. So if you can't sell those those piles of clothes, and you're dealing mostly with clothes here, so cloth, yeah, basically, right. that primal uh, material. Uh, you, you're able to recycle it, in other words. Yeah, we've been recycling at Goodwill since it was yeah. popular to talk about recycling. And not only that, but people's lives and all the things that we do every day at the outlet stores is not just clothing, though. Majority's clothing, but there could be, um, it could be electrical, mechanical type stuff. It can be books. It can be whatever comes through in the outlet uh, at the end of the cycle, and then we have to find buyers at the back end to buy those items because we don't want to put things in the landfill if we can avoid it. And, of course, we're going to put some in. But our goal is to to be a, a sustainable organization that is good for our planet, and that's what Goodwills are thinking throughout the world now, especially in Houston, Texas. I, I've, I've said this. I think that you're the representation of what capitalism should be like. We have all these ideas that, uh, well, we should make capitalism more compassionate, and I would just want to point out the obvious. It's like capitalism is whatever our society is. The problem with our society is that we're just – rude to each other so often and where yeah. people are quick to anger and it's gotten a whole lot worse and uh, and the idea that you can be a self-sustaining company an actual working company in, in, in a very capital in a cutthroat capitalist system means that if the government decides to turn off the lights on you well they can't they, they literally cannot so many of our nonprofits are tied to the government 
and depend on government funds that can just go away with the with the yeah. with the signature of a pen. We're very blessed and honored uh, to have a, a popular brand yeah. that people want to support, and there's trust there. And so we're really grateful to our Houston friends. We should also explain that you're not an actual franchise. It's not like Starbucks no. or other companies. Explain to us the difference. Sure. We, should, we should explain what a franchise is to catch everybody up. But basically, Starbucks is a major corporation. If you want to open a store, you contact them. They give you a packet of information that are essentially a list of conditions you must meet to open the store. Uh, locations, uh, size, and then employees and things like that. Uh, the corporate office is in control of a great deal of how you do business as a Starbucks outlet. My understanding is that every single Goodwill is completely independent, yeah. and there is an umbrella corporation that cooperates and helps. But Yeah, so that's, that's Goodwill Industries International, yeah. located up near Washington, D.C. in Rockville, Maryland. And we're, there are about 157 Goodwills like Houston throughout the United States, Canada, and Mexico. And what is so cool about Goodwill is that we're not a franchise. I don't own it. Nobody owns it. Our, our community owns Goodwill. They, uh, we, we get a territory from Goodwill Industries International, and we have to sign off that we're going to use the trademark and the brand properly and, yeah. and follow all those pieces. But other than that, we're independent. A, a volunteer board of directors hires a CEO like me. I've been fortunate enough to run this Goodwill for many years. And then I'm able to run the business. Um, and my board is kind of the representation of the community. Those are the representatives of the community who are making sure that this uh, charitable organization that does good things in the community is doing the right thing. Yeah. And it's. I'd like to mention that your dad used to run the Goodwill of Houston. You took over after he passed away, is how I remember it. And your son Will is in Corpus Christi, helping to run their Goodwill. And he 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 was he appeared on this show many times several years ago before he made the move. And I, Barbie replaced him. Actually, you are listening to Houston, PA, Houston's public affairs show. My name is Laurent, and my guests today are here from Goodwill Industries of Houston. Steve Loughborough is their president and CEO, and Barbie Parker is their vice president of fund development and public relations. Barbie, since it's your first time on the show, I'm wondering where you come from. Where, uh, how did you get this opportunity, and uh, is this your first job in, in nonprofit, or do you come from nonprofit? Um, well, kind of. I was in the golf industry for about seven yeah? years. Yes, sir. Oh, my dad would love and to hear that. I, <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted some new challenges and experiences, so I left in September of 2014 and went to the oil and gas industry at the wrong time and then subsequently was laid off about six, eight months later. And then my friend introduced me to Goodwill Houston and said, hey, I think it would be a perfect fit. So I sent along my resume and Steve's son, Will, called me in for an interview and we just clicked. We had a wonderful interview and he called me the next day and said, I want to bring you back to meet with our president and CEO. And I said, great. And the rest is history. With dad. With yeah. Well, he never said it that <laughs> he way. He never but said it yeah, that it's way. It's kind of that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Will was always very great. Dad. He did not yes. talk no. dad. He, he really was aware yes. that you've got to, you yes. know. Yes. And he treated me uh, not as his dad. He treated me as his CEO. And I treated him as an employee. And when he messed up, he heard from me in a great way. But, um, you know, he's just, a, he's just a great man. I'm just happy he's staying in Goodwill. Well, but, and he brought Barbie. I mean, you and know. And it's now 
fun to say, I have the best boss ever to Will, because then he's like, whatever. I was. <laughs> but truly, I, I truly am honored to work directly with Steve. So, so but you, you've made this decision, which is unusual, to go from uh, the commercial markets to the nonprofit markets. And uh, a lot of people have these, uh, ap I guess, apprehensions and these ideas of what nonprofit is like. What, what was... Did you, had you always had your eyes on nonprofits? You were aware of how they I, work? Yes, sir. I always had, it was always touching to my heart. And so actually um, in college, my original major was social work. And then I changed it to hospitality and event sports management. So Goodwill is wow. perfect for me. That's a change. It's, yes. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but they're connected, right? <laughs> exactly. The human connection mm -hmm. there is clear. Yep. And as I've always been, you know, philanthropic all throughout high school and volunteering in my community um, wherever I was in Kingwood growing up or in Arkansas where I went to school. And so, again, Goodwill is perfect. And um, this month I celebrate seven years, which has flown wow. by. But it's been With Goodwill? Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> we were just <laughs> wow. talking earlier about how time flies. Time's so. going by too quickly. I, yeah. I Man, I don't feel like I have enough memories for all the time that has gone <laughs> by sometimes. That, that's crazy. Uh, you every year you guys have the Morton Achievement Awards luncheon, and uh, you reward uh, your clients who have overcome all these barriers. And some of them are seemingly unsurmountable to me uh, because of how privileged my. I've, see, I've got great parents. I have. Yeah, I mean, me too. It, and the older I get, the more I realize that was a golden lottery ticket. Yeah. I mean, it is. It's it's a jackpot of colossal value to have good parents, even if you only have one good parent. Um, and a lot of people don't have that advantage. And so the stories that come out of the Morton Achievement Award luncheons are, are, are the kind that uh, you, you don't even see in movies because they're just too complicated and emotionally wrought for, for, for films. But you awarded uh, this year a, a woman named Rebecca Johnson. And there is a beautifully produced video available on goodwillhouston.org, goodwillhouston.org. You should watch this video. You should hear this woman speak about her story. It's extraordinary. Barbie, who, first of all, shout out to the production company that produced the video. Who are they? Yes, sir. It's a longtime uh, partner of ours, Branch Media. Branch Media. Yes, sir. John Garza with Branch Media. Mr. Garza, that is literally better than most broadcast quality stuff I see. I was very impressed. But, of course, the truth is that it's the, it's the subject matter and this woman's, what she has to say and the way she presents herself is extremely powerful and moving. Yes. So tell us a little bit about this woman. Yes, yeah, so Rebecca was in um, our retail operation for quite some time and she had a goal always to um, be at our corporate office and she had an amazing life before, and she just fell into the wrong relationship. And this gentleman just ruined her life, but he didn't ruin it is what she says. It was just a stepping stone to where she is now. And she has an incredible story, and she is now in our accounting department and thriving and um, is one of the most smiley faces within our offices and our hallways. And it's just such a blessing to be able to know Rebecca and her story and now you know Steve and I call her not just our coworker but our friend as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this this is this woman was at really the, the top of the food chain so to speak. She had a wonderful job. She described her office as a corner office mm -hmm. with a wonderful view of Houston. Yes, sir. And uh, the the guy she was dating borrowed her car and committed a crime. Yep. 
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That connection. She had nothing to do with it, apparently. Nothing to do with it. It just... And it, it destroyed her life. She ended up sleeping on bus stops, homeless and on drugs. Yes. Uh, I believe she prostituted herself to obtain some of those drugs. We're talking about the kind of rock bottom that kills. I can only imagine... Some of my empathy is the fact that she tasted the great life and then she, she hit rock bottom, that, right. I mean, as it can be described, and she somehow came back. She yeah. came back. She went to a job fair and she saw Goodwill, and so she was walking up, and all she could, she knew it said Goodwill, but all she could visualize was God's will. And so that is, yes, just, it gives right. me goosebumps every time she says that. And that's, when she says that in her video, that's truly what she felt and thought. And so she went and she interviewed for one of our retail positions and they offered her between, I think it was the Heights store and our River Oaks store. And she said, River Oaks, <laughs> who doesn't want to be in River Oaks? And, really nice store. Yeah, exactly. And she was doing incredible things at that store. And she was so honest with her boss and said, hey, I really am looking for something else. I love Goodwill. I want to stay within Goodwill. And so an opportunity um, came open and she applied and her current boss came to the store one Saturday and said, hey, you got the job. And she just said, it's God's will. And she gives everything up to God, which is amazing as well. So goodwill and God completely changed her life. Yeah. Her faith has absolutely Mm -hmm. been, she says, it's been one of the most powerful tools at her disposal. And apparently the other one was goodwill. Of course, we're completely disregarding that it all comes from her. Actually, that's right. It's the strength of character. This woman's strength of character is absolutely phenomenal like i said go to goodwillhouston.org it's the first video you'll see it's on the front page um it's just it's very moving and i think that it demonstrates the reasons why you would want to stay in this kind of business It's the reason i like to keep talking about it but it's also an example of how we live in a society that is constantly trying to identify how someone has been victimized and this woman never sp- spoke of it, only to explain that, yes, she had been a victim, but everything else she talks about is about what she had to do with her success. And also, she admitted to uh, what she had to do with, with falling down. Although, from what I understand, it, it, you know, that, that's kind of like trying to grab a rope that's slipping away mm. and you're never going to be able to stop it. Uh, You are listening to Houston PA, Houston's public affairs show. My name is Laurent. My guests are here from Goodwill Industries of Houston. Their CEO is Steve Loughborough. He's their president and CEO. And Barbie Parker is their vice president of fund development and public relations. I explained to you that uh, if you give Goodwill Industries of Houston $1.95, let's say 96 cents of your dollar is going to go directly to actually funding their services. Well, call it 95 if you want to be safe. Fine, you'll have a half penny left over. Steve, you mentioned that you have this new employability 
program. It's a 12-week program, and it's your current favorite program. It is my favorite. And I didn't know about it. You told me I know so much about Goodwill. And again, I was like, I didn't well, know Well, it's new. It started this year, and it came about from a dream that I, I had along with one of my other wonderful VPs, uh, Alma Ibarra. And Alma and I wanted to create a program that would ha- maybe help a group of people who were kind of missing in the job world. They weren't able to get the job because of a, of a disability or a, a barrier. And so we've been talking about trying to start this program for a while. And, and two years ago, we were very blessed as an organization to be chosen by Mackenzie Scott, uh, which is um, uh, she's giving billions of dollars throughout the, the United States. And she has a team of people that vet organizations to see if they're worthy. Aha. And they called us out of the blue and said, we selected you. And she gave us the criteria why they selected us. But it's because we have a good reputation. We've been doing this for a long time in our city. And we do what we say we're going to do. So with those dollars, we were able to think outside the box. And our board created a committee that my team and I served on. And we created the Employability Program. And the Employability Program is here for um, young men and women. Uh, starts at around 17, 18 years old. It can go up. Uh, we keep it normally keep it around to about 30-ish, but it could go higher than that. Of people that have fallen through the cracks in the work world because of their disability, we bring them in. It's free to them. Uh, all of our programs are free to people, by the way. And we bring. And by the way, all of your programs are free to your clients. That's not, by the way, that's the, that's well, the biggest okay. thing. It's so, amazing. <laughs> uh, and we're very proud. I forgot to mention We're it. very, very proud of that piece. But this this program is just so wonderful because we uh, they come into the hallways, they come into our classrooms, and for a couple of weeks they're in the classroom before and getting prepped on how to go into one of our training stores where they are then met by a career counselor who works with them to get them ready to work out in the world. And we're dealing with a lot of issues sometimes with Learning some of these. Disabilities, for instance, oh, man. physical disabilities. Yes, yep. physical and emotional, learning, you name it. But it is so cool. We do graduations where they come in and cap and gown when they're done. And we do that with a lot of our, our folks that come through our programs. We think that's an important step in someone's life. But they're getting jobs. And they were, uh, and sometimes their parents are going, I never thought my child would get this job now that they're an adult. And so we're, we're trying to get everyone that comes through the program a job. And it may be at Goodwill or it may be one of our partner friends out there who is willing to hire people um, that have some special uh, circumstances. But it is so cool because the first week they come in, I go out and greet them in the classroom and welcome them. And I get to see them on the first day. And then I get to see them at the end in their cap and gown. Totally different transformation of a person. The confidence, th- smiles, um, open you know, it's it's just one of the things that keeps motivating me, even after all these yeah. years in goodwill. You're describing a late motif that I hear from all of our conversations, and that is the fact that when you give people the opportunity to be productive and useful to their family and their community, they build a sense of pride. Yeah, I wanted to give you a chance to to explain to us why you keep you keep being optimistic. That's the but, reason. Yeah, because you you know we can we can get knocked down in our world. 
um, by so many things. But when you have that one success, it just motivates you to start again and do it again. And so since 1981, when I first got out of college and uh, started handing out my card to the people on the streets, and we've talked about this in the Spider past. Spider Mike stories. And, you know, <laughs> I've, I've known these people now for a long, long time. And there are, there are some uh, people who are homeless that are legit, and they really want to get back on their feet, and we're here to help them. We're here to help them all. But then there's also a group of people that really aren't too motivated to do that. There are some that are standing on the corners that don't want to comply with rules and the things that go on in our society, and they're happy when you give them money. But just know that if your heart tells you to do it, then you do what your heart tells you to do. But understand that the majority of the people on the street corners probably aren't trying to really get that job. And you just need to know that. So that's why it's important to know the organizations in this town, the ones that are really doing it every single day, and direct your support to those wonderful organizations that are doing the right thing. I think it's pretty obvious, too, though. Well, you know, they see us, so we're yeah. a presence in town. We'll get calls from people a lot. I, I'll tell you, one of my favorite calls is about 20 years from a gentleman who said, I'm, I'm in the oil and gas world. I'm trying to find the right organization to give my money to, and I have vetted your organization, and you guys are the real deal. And so he began to give uh, really significant checks on a monthly or quarterly basis to the point where um, how I found that story out is we called him and said, we're receiving some significant checks, and we need to get to know you. And he shared the story with us of why he chose Goodwill. Today, this many years later, he still serves on our business advisory council. He is a, a man that puts his money where his mouth is. He does the right thing every time, and he loves Goodwill because he's seen it work every time he's involved. Yeah. And I think that as we go into the holidays and we think about how we want to help people have a nice Thanksgiving or a nice Christmas, uh, I mentioned how hard it is to help people personally. It is. It's hard work, and you should go into volunteering opportunities if you're going to be a big brother, for instance, or something, if you're going to mentor someone. It's hard work, and it doesn't always work out. But it feels great to donate small amounts of money to an organization that you can trust. Ironically, you're in the business of sending them off to their next job, right? You're we uh, Barbie's not as yeah. It, well, no, not you, Barbie. You're staying. Yeah. <laughs> There's Barbie, not don't leave. No, you're right. I mean, it it is the paradox of goodwill. You bring yeah. someone in, and it's you, they're doing a great job, and it's it's probably time for them to move on to the next place. However, as Goodwill Houston has gotten bigger, and we have almost 1,900 employees now. Um, there are many, many um, career steps in goodwill where you can stay in the company and um, get to an, a different level. And I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. You're one of the largest employers in Houston, right? Well, uh, I, in nonprofit. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, you're there not are some other ones. <laughs> we, we are one of, you know, the other part is we're one of the largest um, uh, uh, retail operations as well. I mean, there are a lot of big, big retail places in Houston, but you think about our footprint, how many people and how many stores and locations we have. Um, it's very exciting to watch what has happened yeah. at Goodwill in Houston because of Houstonians and our, and our friends in the surrounding communities. I feel like after you walk out of a Goodwill store, you go to a place that sells secondhand goods and they all look like secondhand stores. And the Goodwill stores that you've built are really, really nice retail spaces. And by the way, shout out to the very helpful and kind staff of the Goodwill drop-off 
on uh, Shepherd, <laughs> right by that Kroger. Sure. Uh, th those uh, that's where I donate because it's the easiest one for me to uh, to get to. They're I never need a receipt. Good but people over there. They're so nice. Yeah. I mean, here's the experience, folk. You got a you got a trunk full of heavy stuff. Uh, you, you haven't turned your car off that somebody's walking out and saying, can I help you? And do you need a receipt? And, I mean, it's done in, in five seconds. You, you almost want to stick around an extra minute to just talk to them, but, no, they're busy. That's good. Is there anything we forgot to mention? Yes, there was. Um, for our employability program, they're paid for – it's a 12-week program. Really? But they're paid for the last – Oh, yeah, that's pretty time. important, and I forgot that serious? piece. Thank I you. I was trying to – Yes, we decided that in order to motivate someone to understand what a paycheck feels like, you need to pay them. And so I think we're starting on, in that program at $10 an hour. And we just, I believe that's the, the amount. And the, the purpose of that is we want them to get a paycheck and feel what it's, we think it's a motivation to want to get to the next step in their life with more money uh, per hour uh, when they get out of the training program. That's pretty neat. And you've got you've had this program in line for for a year now or so. Uh, we started it this year. Oh wow! And so at the beginning of the year, we've we, I think we're in our fourth cohort, our uh, fourth class right now. And uh, I tell you what, it's it's a it's a motivator. I'd love to show it to you one day. Anybody yeah. wants to see it, you know, holler at us. Let us let us show you. It'd be fun to come it's, to one of the graduation ceremonies. Oh my oh, gosh, you best. should. Yeah. It is. Um, and to what Steve said, you know, we pay these individuals for the. It's a 12-week program, like we said, but the last 10 weeks is when they get paid. So after um, it was our first cohort, and one of the darling um, little girls, or not little, participants um, in there, she came up to me one day and she said, guess what, Miss Barbie, I got a haircut, and I paid for it by myself with my check from Goodwill Houston. And Steve was like two people over, <laughs> and I said, you need to go tell Mr. Steve. And that's, stories like that are just heartwarming, and it reminds us of, why we do what we do every single day. Yeah, $10 an hour to train, right. just in a training program, exactly. just to see if they're able to work is pretty exciting. Yeah. yeah, That's right. You're, you're literally, I'm going to pay you to find out if you're worth paying. That's it. I mean, I'm making a bit of a thing on it, but it, you're, you're, it's a leap of faith. Yeah, you, it is. Some of these kids or some of these people, I'm sure, drop out. And it's because, like I said, helping people can be ugly business. Although I would say that by the time you get to these kinds of programs, you're dealing with people that are self-motivated at least a little bit. Yeah, for the most part, I think. You just need to help them. There are some that just haven't been able to get the chance. And that's the thing that keeps motivating us to keep moving forward. Yeah. The Mackenzie Scott dollars got us started, helped us build the classroom, helped us you know, get everything set up, helped us hire the staff. And I think what we looked at is uh, we could we could uh, survive for a few years by doing that um, the way it is now, but we will eventually have to raise the money to continue this program and make it bigger. Yeah, but if this becomes another shining star in, in, in your arsenal, it, it makes you more visible and it'll bring in more money. You bet. And, hey, people, you can switch your Amazon account over to Goodwill Industries of Houston. I did this years ago, and I, they, they send you an email to tell you, hey, we've donated this amount, and I don't buy a lot of things on Amazon, so it grew slowly. But 
uh, after a few years, it's over a thousand dollars. That's money that I paid to Amazon to get stuff I wanted, and a thousand more than a thousand of it somehow got funneled over to Steve there, his organization, and he confirmed to me you actually get a check from Amazon. It yeah. works. So yeah, it does work. Very it's happy really about that. Barbie loves that as yeah. the, the head of fund development. <laughs> she loves those checks. The quarterly oh, checks. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's called the Prime Smile, Amazon Smile. smile so if yes, you go to Amazon Smile, you can choose your your nonprofit and. Hey, you might want to choose another one, but I don't think you should. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just a way to to, to get these major corporations to make some donations. Uh, If you have any questions uh, related to Houston PA or any of the guests that I welcome on this show, you can just send me an email to get an answer. And I promise you will get an answer. Texanfromfrance at gmail.com. Texanfromfrance at gmail.com. And folks, I want to thank you for listening and caring about the issues I put on this show. My name is Laurent. I am the Texan from France, and this has been Houston, PA, Houston's public affairs show, Houston Strong. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.